Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. That's your opinion, and it is your opinion. Welcome into the show, the podcast, whatever it is. You guys can't see it, but we're actually talking to each other because we can see each other. The one, the only Fred Smoot or Smoot Stradamus is uh, on board. The producer du jour, the Amish one who fails to have any melatonin in his skin. Uh, None. None. Benwick. Yeah, that's yeah. why there's that's why there's no video. That's why you don't put this on YouTube, right? Because you don't want to. Yeah. Well, I'm a vampire, so. Oh, okay. Good point. And my name is Chick Hernandez. Uh, we come to you on a weekly basis. We're not here. We were not here last week. We had some folks under the weather last week. So did y'all two hang out together? What happened? Or did you get oh, a bad? Man, it, did you get a bad it, it, batch of the wacky tobacco? No, this is this is the, the time of the year where you you know you can drink yourself into a cold. You can like literally like I can't go like I used to go. Like I used to go like weeks in a row of just partying and partying. Wow. Now if I go forty eight hours or seventy two hours, I'm usually sick the next couple of days. Like <laughs> so that's what happened. We don't bounce back like we used to. That's that's all I'm saying. See, what happened was, what Fred told us via text was, you know, guys, I just woke up. I'm not feeling too well. That's all he told us. Now we get the real story. This was an internal alcohol rub that went wrong. Okay. Did I lie to you? I, I no, told you. you did not lie. Okay. I did not lie. I told you I wasn't feeling well. My sponsor, Jack Daniels, came down on me with a couple of suspensions. And, and before I knew it, I was out a couple of days. You should you should be a politician. There's no question, because you can, you can twist some words. Um, uh, and I am, uh, on a, about a week now, no alcohol and low carb, like almost no carb right now. And a, and a haircut to the old ball. I, I, it's a, it's a, I shave it once a week when I can, when I get to uh, it, you know, all right, it's, so all hot. Right. It's, it's so hot on the golf course. I don't want to have any hair to be quite honest with you. So I ain't uh, alcohol right now on the golf course either. No, no. And I've, and I see the guys who are drinking on the course this hot and you can tell, and they look horrible. And all of a sudden that back nine, they look like Fred Sanford walking like Fred in this old school reference side, by the yeah. way. Mm-hmm. So Fred yeah, Sanford no, was I didn't show. get that. So Sanford and son was a show. You do know what Sanford and son is, right? Si? I've heard of it. That's I mean, all. I but you've really never seen Sanford's Fred in Lamont. Yeah. All right. Uh, and you know what? These things don't shock me because I say stuff to my kids sometimes, uh-huh. yeah. and I bring up a show, and they'd be like, "Did he slip in the bathroom? Yeah, well, Daddy, did you put to have your life alert on? Like, what, what what show are you talking about? Right. By the way, to all the old school guys out there, they 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 are doing a remake of He Man, and it's actually coming, so that's gonna be fun. I do know that because my sister, who's fourteen years younger. Mm-hmm. was just a he-man fiend okay i mean ridiculous like she had all the you know the the, the uh what do you call this the action dolls, figures everything all, the yeah. action, all that right and mm-hmm. so you know being 14 years older i would uh just you know walk to the house and go, hey did you hear he-man died and you know all hell broke loose in the house and she just didn't think that was funny uh, oh yeah because so, you, you did it on purpose right? i did it on, no there's no question <laughs> i did it on purpose i i, I did it i you know my mom didn't like that either uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm weekend. I'm trying to get, uh, lose some pounds to get the H, the high blood pressure down, all that jazz. So we'll see how that uh, turns so what out. What you need to start to do is drink water. I right? drink water. Yep. No, I'm talking about tons of it because I, well, it's, your body's like a radiator. So the water right. cools it down. Okay. Also take the sugar out of your diet. Sugar will make your, make your heart beat a little faster. And it also, uh-huh. uh, kind of solidify in the blood a little bit, slow it down a little bit. So take the sugar out. 
drink a lot more water and you'll see your skin clear up and your body start to feel a lot better. What, what do you mean my skin clear up? You, you say my skin's not clear? Uh, You know, at 116 years old, I don't expect it to be clear. By the way, here on That's Your Opinion, <laughs> since Fred is taking shots, uh, <laughs> the, the month of July is heating up with a ton of exciting sports action. And Bet Online is where you can find it from basketball, hockey playoffs, the Stanley Cup finals, baseball's marquee matchups, including some prop bets and futures. Bet Online has all the latest odds, news, and information for all your online sports betting needs. So visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. 50% on your on your first deposit. Amazing. So before the next tip-off, face-off, or pitch, head on over to Bet Online and start playing today. Bet Online, your sports online or your online sportsbook experts. By the way, did you hear of the parlay this guy had? Uh, it was last week. He bet a parlay. So you know what a parlay is? Yeah, I know. I know. Well, I, I know, know Fred does. So you know what a parlay is? Uh, go ahead and um, you have to pick. You maybe. have to pick multiple games or multiple situations, and they multiple all have bets. to line up exactly. Okay, multiple right. bets. This guy bet two European soccer games, and he bet on the the three golf events: the ladies, the seniors, and the PGA Tour. He got the two soccer games right, then he got the ladies, the LPGA right, then he got the seniors, the Champions Tour right, and it came down to last week or now a week ago, uh, and it, where it was. Uh, he bet Harris English to win, um, and Harris English went into a eight-hole playoff with Kramer Hickok. So imagine this guy who put up, I think it was $150. Imagine this guy. He was sitting there watching this playoff going, my guy's going to win? No, he's not. He's going to win? No, he's not. He's going to win? No, he's not. And this guy won. So for $150, he won $1.3 million on that parlay. Yeah, yeah. But, and see, this why sports and betting – it's going to take everything to the yes. next level. See, it started off with, all right, do you have the dominant sports for people to watch? 80, we got that in line in store for 100 years. Two, do you have a system where people can bet without leaving their house? Thanks to the internet, we've made it there. The <laughs> yeah. third key has, has just came. College football players now make money off of their name and likenesses. That's the third of the three, all right? Now yep. that college football is all in – that the guys can monetize their likeness, the trickle-down effect is going to start. Now that college is profitable like that, let's say we ain't always said it ain't always been profitable for some people, but um. profit, now that it's profitable in, in the way of you can do it any way you want to, now the pressure falls on the high school coaches. All right, now we're going to see a big change systemically in college in the high school football because now – all the coaches who got the job because you teach at that school, meaning right. you have no football pedigree, that's over with because the business means too much to the parents now. They're yeah. going to make sure their kids are trained by ex-pros. They're going to they're make sure their, their kids are coached by ex-pros. So now the expertise is going to change the, the whole Marriott of what goes hmm. on in sports right now because now the high school level is that much more important. You don't need to go to the league to make money off of who yeah. you really are. Uh, you know, um, I, I just had this conversation tonight, uh, former coach at Springbrook who, uh, or actually good counsel who coached our boy blue Sean Springs back in the yeah. day, Bob Malloy. Uh, we, I was in a conversation, uh, about him, uh, with another coach. And, and I asked the question, did Malloy have to teach a good counsel? And he said, no. And I said, wait a minute. Cause my coach taught at my high school, but yeah. I'm old school. 
Now, a yeah. lot of these schools do that. They just hire out their staffs to come in. And that's, as you said, that's a great point. It is going to be more of a business now. Um, and not just college football, but all college athletes now can, yeah. can get money for their name, their image, their likeness, which, you know, the NCAA has fought for years because it is a, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a mess. How, how are you going to do this unless it's just individually, which is what they're going to do right now. And individually. Perfect. Perfect. Right? You can only do it individually because I, right. and that's why they put name and likeness in. Once you put name right. in there, that means Fred Smoot could be more profitable than Chick Hernandez at that time right. because of how I enter college. All right? right now, it ain't about how you enter college. Now, this is what I do love. I play with a lot of guys who were great football players that never got a chance to play on Sundays. They also never got a chance to, to, to make their money in college to live their good college life. So therefore, they was guys that this gonna actually benefit. You gotta realize right. a lot of five-star guys sure. never get to play in the NFL. Amazing. This changes family dynamics very quickly. All right, very quickly. And now you finna see a system where these guys want to get their body built up to play four years of college. They're not gonna be in a rush to leave. Anymore. Right, right, right. Uh Hersey Miller, a masterpiece son. Yeah. Going to Tennessee State, incoming freshman, already signed a $2 million deal with a technology company, uh, Web Apps America. So yeah. this guy is coming in. He's he was in high school. He's in high school right now. He is no, no, heading no. to college. They, they all are going to be. All right, everybody, at, we, too many. You know what? If we take this and put this into uh, baseball, let's put, take our mind to baseball. We've all been in high school with somebody that went pro out of high school in baseball. Yep. Well, that's what the equivalent college is right now. They're going to start to make money now. That's why I said the pendulum swings now. Now the coaches are, are going to need to be certified. Now the coaches are going to need to be the upper echelon. Now it's it's a business through, through, and through. Now right. yep. we get to see the real come out. And I, I, like I said, it's, it's about to be a, a different world when yeah. it comes to the coaching and the training. Whoever can have the expertise to get their kids a, a heads up. Now people are going to double down and triple down on how much they put and invest in their kids because it pays off now. It pays off now. And the last sport, the collegiate sport to jump on board was golf because uh, their their governing body was like, we're going to wait till January 1st, 2022 and make an announcement. Well, when the NCAA said, no, we're going now, they were like, huh. And all the college golfers are like, are we going to sit here and wait till January 1st? And, and to their credit, the USGA and the RNA, the governing bodies of golf said, no, 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 no. If you're on a collegiate roster. You can do that. And for the top of the lot, top of the line uh, golfers who, you know, are going to be heading towards the pros, just like NFL, uh, you know, college football players, they're going to make some serious bank. So um, here's my question. When Fred Smoot was in college oh. or, or, or not even when you were in college, who do you think would have been the biggest uh, grossing collegiate athlete uh, over the last, well, let's say, 40 years? Who do you think would have been the biggest? I'll tell you who I think it is. The biggest. That's hard big. to say. Now, I, 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 can do, I can do by decade because I think you always a prisoner of the decade you played. Okay. Uh, now, you know, we used to go to – the SEC is filled of uh, schools that's in smaller cities. Now the state that you, you play these sports in is going to matter. It's going to matter. Now, when I was playing, we always have to give the leg up to the offensive players. Okay. The offensive players, you have to get a leg up to be more profitable unless you're a talking defensive player. All right? All right. That's the only way to match it. You know, that's the only way to match the fandom. I'm going to tell you right now, 
I'm going to stop you right there because I think number one collegiate player, I'm going to say football, who would would have would have made a shit ton of money was primetime Deion Sanders. Not to say he didn't make money already. Yeah. Football and baseball. And baseball. Star yeah. coming up. I think he would have and 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 not only that, but his persona. He always he's always said there's Deion Sanders and, and there's prime time. Yeah. Right? I think prime time would have just pillaged the money. I had this argument with my guy Percy D. I used to do the podcast with him. He has a, he put up some good arguments. He said Brian Bodsworth. Ooh. He he said the boss really and Tim Tebow would have been the biggest two of their generations. And I said, the boss was that boy. He had a movie while he was in college. He was a brand to be sold. And you got to realize, you can't worry about your your conference-wise attraction. It's your nationwide attraction. And when you play with a big label like Oklahoma, and you got a name to put behind it. But when I was coming out, LaDainian Thomason, uh, he got the whole Texas to be his pillar. Uh-huh. Uh, Michael Vick, oh my God, you know, yeah. you know, larger than life at the time. Right. I, I came right behind Champ Bailey. I uh, played all sides of the ball. Uh-huh. I watched uh, Charles Woodson at Michigan go win the Heisman. That would have been a different That's run for true. people's money. But you always got to put running backs up there. Okay, Bo, Bo Jackson. Jackson. Bo- Bo Jackson and Herschel Walker, I, I just, when they coming out and they can do their likeness, Bo probably would have lost money going to the league. All right? He would have lost money going to the league. Yeah, that, well, that's true. And the other thing is, because there's, you know, you're 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 paying for the athlete, you're paying for their performance, you're also paying because they're going to be pitchmen, right? They're going to be, well, no, you're not. You're not, they're not doing commercials for you. So it's name, image, and But you're always a salesman for that university. If you put that jersey right. on, you right. are a salesman. And you got to realize, Jersey sales. That's why oh, yeah. I would have I'd have had a bulk of my money from jersey sales and the right. fact that I could talk. So right. when you can talk, they would have they want to more big industries would have want to connect to you. And you got to realize you are already connected to who the, the team side with. So if the team side with a dealer, you are already connected to a dealer. Just like the defensive end who's gonna be a top five pick at Oregon. Oregon connected to Nike. Guess what he signed? A million dollar Nike deal. All right, right. well, we're gonna see that a lot. Imagine. Johnny Manziel as a freshman coming out winning the Heisman doing this, all right? Yeah. Uh, James Winston, when he first came out, winning the uh, Heisman dead young. Well, what yeah. about Andrew Luck or Trevor Lawrence even? I, I, I think Andrew Luck would have made a lot of money, but he just would have been focused on football. Yeah, he didn't even have in the personality. The league, if, even as the, in the league, he just never did the other stuff. He, he just And you got to do – you're going to have to sell yourself a little bit with this stuff now, you know? It's well, going to have thing. to be some salesmen in you to get the local uh, dealership to want to brand you to the dealership. And, uh, you know, a lot of people going to play off of their last name. Your last name can get you signed to different things. It's guys out there that got funny last names that connect them to certain things. They will sure. get paid off of that type stuff. Yeah, I think, I mean, Bo Jackson didn't speak well, right? Back in the day, a big stutter. I don't think yeah. he would have capitalized there, but primetime certainly was a guy that, you know, could talk the talk and walk the walk. I mean, he sold himself from, from you know, from third grade on. He do was selling himself. Do you guys think uh, Reggie Bush should get the Heisman Trophy? Reggie Bush will get the, his his stuff back. Really? And 
Imagine Reggie Bush in uh, L.A., in California. His branding. He would have yeah. been attached to everything. But here go when branding goes wrong. We already had one example of it. Auburn's quarterback, Bo Nix, signed a deal with Milo's Sweet Tea. You got to be from down south to know old Milo's sweet tea. Well, guess what happened after Bo Nick signed with Milo's sweet tea and what posted happened? on his uh, uh, internet? All the people from Alabama, Crimson Tide, stopped following and stopped drinking Milo's sweet tea. Oh, wow. Wow. What? Well, <laughs> that rivalry there is ugly. I mean, they've killed trees, they right? They've done all kinds of stuff to each other. They're going to be yeah. the give and take. They're going right. to be the give and take with the Brandon. To gain yeah. one fan base, you would temporarily lose the other fan base. I'm, I'm sorry. That's just the way it's going to be. Sure. You either, if you if you got an Ohio State guy, he's selling this, you already know Michigan not buying it. Yeah. It, they're uh, not. It's, uh, it's, it's, it was high time that, that, that the NCAA did it. Uh, I, mean, I, I feel sorry for the guys who have been asking for this for – 40 years, 50 years, you know, these guys that whose jerseys were the only thing that were selling in a, in a, in a, in a shop. Well, like, it, it never made sense to me why if somebody wanted to come up to you and if, if someone came up to you and said, Hey, I will give you $10 for your autograph. Why is that against any rules? If someone wants to pay money. you money they, for an they autograph, control the money. They want the school to get all the money. Now the money has to be shared because it's so much of it, right? Right. Think about this. It used to not be any pressure on the people who vote for first team All-American, second team All-American, third team. That changes. It's too much money coming with it now, right? Now that first team All-American means something. This first team SEC means something. You can't get this wrong anymore, right? You can't. It, it has to be the legit bet, best of the best. So as that money start to roll in, everybody's level has to pick up. Now everybody's expertise had to pick up. It just created a hundred thousand new jobs we yeah. don't even know about. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, right. and on and on top of that, this is probably not in either of your realms, but I'm very excited for the return of college sports video games. Oh, NCAA, I love mm -hmm. that NCAA game. And yep, I did really. not get paid football for my and likeness, basketball. But I, like both. I feel good because I was ranked 99 <laughs> on college football when I was on there. Can't many players <laughs> say that. I was ranked 99 at the time. But so I gotta ask you this. Old college, we know it ain't came out in what two decades almost? Yeah, it's like 2013 or something was the last one. Uh, what was your favorite team all time to play with on college? I give you time by telling you who mine was. Well, me so, and Marcus, me, no, go me ahead, and Marcus go ahead. Washington, and the rest of the players, Jock oh, Wes Green, all of us played college football. We love to play that game. My favorite team was the Gators with Tim Tebow, Percy Harvin, uh, Aaron Hernandez. They was loaded. Aaron they Hernandez, yeah, yes, Aaron Hernandez. They was loaded. The Pouncey brothers, yeah, loaded. Wow, I take down anybody with that squad right there. I, I, okay. I, I, anybody through time. That, that, that includes Tommy Frazier's Nebraska. That yep. includes uh, OJ's uh, USC. That includes everybody's squad. There was there was the U the U squad. You could have like a throwback team, and it was like one of the early two thousands with the U. 
Oh, where you, you can get Ed Reed, Sean Taylor, all them. Like, that was yeah. all. If I was trying to beat somebody, that's yeah. who I'd roll with. But that, that, that I grew up a Terps fan, so I'd play with Maryland. Pros. Yeah, that team had more pros. You got to realize the running backs for that Miami team was Clint oh. Portis, yep. uh, a Frank Willis Gore, McGahee. Yeah, Willis McGahee, yep, and the fullback good. went to yep. the league. Vontae, was, was it? No, who was it? I'm, I know who you're talking about, though. You're not yeah. talking Melvin Bratton. You're talking somebody else. You, you, you had Brian McKinney on the offensive line. Yep. You, yes. you, you had, that team uh, was so loaded. Yes, you had you had 11 pros on defense because uh, Sean wasn't even starting over Ed Reed at the time. <laughs> it's insane. Philip Buchanan was on that team. Mike Rump was on that team. Uh, Rocky McIntosh was on that team. As oh, a young moly. Star. No, everybody. They had DJ yep. Williams on that yep. team. They had. They had uh, D Lyman galore on that team. Like that was a team. You right yep. about that. They, but see, yeah, even the later years of the video games, like you could play like NCAA two thousand nine. They would have the throwback teams that you could play with, and I would always play with that throwback team nice. from the U because nice. they were so loaded. Wow. All right. Uh, let's uh, let's talk about the the professional football team in Washington. The Washington football team, as it's called, uh, made a move. Uh, since we last hit the airwaves, Tanya Snyder named the co-CEO. Disclaimer now, because we've had these battles with Fred before. I've had these battles with you, and I'm going to say right here, right now, look, Dan Snyder made you a millionaire, and I get your relationship with him. Uh, it's different than I could ever speak to. But the league comes out and says, well, I, what I want to know is, what did you think of Whatever I don't even I still don't know what they did. The NFL's investigation and, and Wilkinson's investigation. Normally, like with, with the freaking uh, Deflate Gate, got a 139 page written report. This was an oral report, ten million dollar fine for Dan or the team. That's horseshit in my estimation, by the way, because uh, that's like me spending thirty dollars on a freaking uh, you know a dinner. Um, but Tanya Snyder, who I'll tell you right now, in my dealings with her, so impressed uh, with her. Okay, I know great this person, great no person, and was and was and really a big push. And the in Washington was a major factor in what the NFL did when it came to breast cancer and Breast Cancer Month. And that was her. That was her because she'd gone through it, and I was right there with her. My wife went through it, so and she's an impressive person. So now she's co CEO, and she's going to handle the day to day as the league says, "Hey Dan, you take a back seat for a while." Uh, we're gonna find the team, ten million, and you and Dan come out and say, "What? I'm not hating. It's not a hate. No, no, no. Your hate won't let you look through the front windshield clearly." We're talking about. I'm just. I'm telling what the folks. What's going on? So Dan gets. Dan gets. Uh, he gets the fine, or the team gets the fine. He gets to step back, as he said. I'm gonna go look now for uh where to, where to play. Right. He wants to find a new stadium. Blah blah blah. And Tanya will take over the day to day. Um. So I, I don't. I, I'm not even. I have not even said an opinion on this yet. Other than I thought the league. I'm like, what happened? Uh, I thought there was a big investigation. Um, but what do you think now with Tanya leading the day-to-day operations? Tanya Snyder leading the day-to-day operations for this franchise. Did I not tell you more than a calendar year ago, pre-COVID, post-COVID? I told you that one Dan Snyder has made it to such a Phil Jackson Zen level right now. He he is at Jedi level right now. He's he's ten steps ahead of everybody with everything. All right, right now his Jedi mind tricks are, are something to be talked about. He needs his own teaching right now because every time they try to attack Dan, what did I tell you? 
He will change the narrative within 24 hours. Right? Every time you talked about, uh, you brought up the case, bam, he went hide Julie. Right? You brought it up again. Bam, he had the first female coach. Oh, you brought it up again. Want me to change my name? Bam, I'm going to get out in front of that. Right? Well, how about I got two other billionaires want to take my team? I know how to get out in front of that. Right? Make, matter of fact, I'm going to make the other owner that's actually on the team with me in my house, give her another title, and all the dust clears. Let me tell you something about Dan Yoda Snyder right now. <laughs> he has learned, and they always say this, you don't ever learn from the good stuff that happened in your life. You learn mm -hmm. from the mistakes. Dan has learned how to fight these PR battles. He's learned how to fight uphill. He's learned how to fight with nobody behind him. All right. Now, what he did a good job of these last couple fights, he pulled out his dual lightsaber and he started decapitating people. You understand me? He started making sure people paid from the, the, the smallest slights to the biggest slights. He protected himself by stepping out of the limelight and going in the back and doing everything he needs to do, everything he's done and matched with everything that Coach Rivera has done and everything that the new front office has done and everything the new look has done. It has all rebirthed this team in a way that nobody cares about nothing but football in that building. These messy narratives we used to hear all the time when I played, they are no longer existing in that workplace. That workplace has backed up its words. It's only business over there. None of the fraternization, none of the BS, all business. And it's still from the front office. It's still from from the head coach and it stems from the new culture but it all stems from one daniel yoda schneider okay i hear you loud and clear so put this as this isn't the team that you grew up with okay this is another team with all those allegations and the the the, the what's the word not feedback um when the League came out with this. Uh, the ladies uh, who have lawsuits against the organization, the ladies who felt wronged by the organization, uh, were truly upset. So there is, a, there is a, another side to this. So, so, so forget that this is the Washington organization for a second. Um, they must feel like they were never heard uh, because of what was going on. And, and, it's documented that shit was going on in that building, right? That was that was documented. All right, stuff. when you say never heard, uh, well, when I'm saying do something wrong. Do you want them to get punished? Oh, I think because like, the they are getting punished. I think ten million dollars. They're getting punished. They get drugged through the mud. Everybody, listen. It's nobody left over there to punish. Everybody right. that used to work there no longer works there. Right. Who are I you going to punish? Nobody that's, that was a uh, part of that culture don't exist over there no more. Not even the Jets. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. All right? So now you, you, it's you going against a, a, a major brand. Uh, it's, no, it ain't you going against Washington. It's you going against the NFL. All right? It's you, mm -hmm. you going against a conglomerate called the NFL. And this is, let's be honest, from the time now to the Me, the, the Me Too movement, Women in, in, in workplaces all over this country, all over this world have been disrespected, have went through things that have been reported and never reported on. 
Luckily, this was just enough bigger business that once he got reported on, the stories came out. But I can go to any homeway employment that anybody been in the last 200 years in the, the United States of America, and there's plenty of complaints. But I asked in asking this, what do you want the NFL to do? What, what would be, in your eyes, Chick, what would be, uh, I guess you would call a fair discipline? Mm -hmm. What would be your fair disciplinary actions to the organization as a whole? Well, I think that the prevailing opinion is that it starts with the, the head of the fish, right? And that's Dan Snyder, who has been accused of some of those allegations. Proven or not, I don't know. Because, I mean, he settled one out of court. Out of, you know, he settled one out of court. Um, $10 million to me, knowing what the organization's worth and what he's made, it's that's mere pittance. Uh, I think that would be a, a steeper fine would be. And, and you know, I, I think the way that it's being spoken, it's like he's going to be not part of the day-to-day -day for a few months. I, I would have given him a year. He never really been part of the day-to-day. -day. Let's be honest. Well, like, it, it, it's been so long not since, since Rivera. Not since Rivera. He, but I'm, when I say day-to-day, -day, I mean sticking his nose in the decisions that, look, for 20 years, this organization did some funky stuff, right? I mean, they did some funky stuff. And when and when do you and when do you act up the most? When your parents at home or when they gone? All right. They're gone. Now the one thing you do, we act up when our parents gone. We'll throw a party unsupervised. We'll get all the beer in high school, not supposed to have it. We will find ways to be mischievous. Now, I know where Dan office at in that building. And right. I know how much he used to pull up for hours on the day, maybe. But part of the day to day. He's never really been part of the day to day because he he's never been a GM and he's never been the damn head coach. So if you ain't never been DM too, you ain't never been part of the day to day. Every head coach you get created his own culture. Jim Zorn culture don't look shit like Joe Joseph Gibbs. All right, right. yeah, these are two different ships. All right, they run <laughs> different. They don't. They, hey, listen. One floated, one didn't. Hey, hey, hey. even to Marty Schottenheimer, that ship ran different because the leader was different. The leader in that house is always the head coach. The owner just signed checks. Let's right. be honest, the owner signed checks and poked their chest out when they team run. Other than that, if you ain't a part of the Roonies, or you ain't part of the, you ain't part of all these other family dynasties, mm -hmm. you got the same problem, the same problems. Yeah, but the owner did fire Marty when, when and uh, you have uh, you yourself said that was, that was a- That was a mistake. And that yeah. was an ego thing. That, and and right. you know what? It, it came down to the fact that when Marty wanted something done, I wanted some change. That's that's it ain't nothing else to talk about. Right. It's my way out of highway. I'm I'm the proven winner in the room. It's right. one proven winner in here. Yeah. And that's how Marty felt. And I just think at that time, Dan wasn't ready to relinquish that type power to a right. guy. I could see if you got your your I guess your plan, and it's supposed to be did a certain way, and we on the same page, let's get it done, but you got your plan, we ain't on the same page. Mm -hmm. It's bound to be friction right there. And plus, uh, Marty rubbed a lot of the veterans the wrong way, the older guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you guys got to work double time for Marty. Um, did, did Dan Snyder, in his statement, reveal the name of the team? Because in so his statement... I see you read this statement over and over. I read journalism. My oh, question, my question is more: was it intentional or not? 
I read it one time, and for those who are listening, in Dan Snyder's statement, he called them the Washington Football Club. Intentional or non-intentional? And that's not the first time that this organization has been referred to as the Washington Football Club. Uh, F- hey, WFC. All I can say, WFC. Yeah. So what do you think? It wasn't a typo. First of all, let, let, let's investigate like Sai said. Let's investigate like Sai said. Okay. On a, a statement concerning the fact that you're about to step down and relinquish your powers. On it's an important it. statement. Uh, very important. So it's been proofread time, right. time, time, and time again. Uh-huh. I, and they kept seeing that, that right there. Washington Football Club. It can divert team. attention away from what the main statement was about. No, 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 no. Just was... one of them. Just one of those things that you put into a picture that takes your attention away from the, the, the whole true narrative. Well, exactly. And, exactly. And some that you can gloss over. Some that you can literally gloss over, not thinking thing about. Because right now, I think most people are gloss over because we don't have a name. So if you don't got an identifier. When somebody just says something, you're not going to just jump down their throat. We right. have no identifiers, none identified. It's, 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 it's just a shadow. All so, of my friends who are diehard fans of this team picked up on that. Everybody who, noticed it. Who was the veteran who made the pick on draft night? The Ken Harvey? Or who no, was it? No. Not Fletcher. It, it was a. Uh, who was it? Uh, it I'm drawing a, a blank. But they said the same was thing, it like right? Troy Vincent or something? Who was it? No, no. It was a. It was a Wash. It was a Washington veteran who said, with the whatever third pick it was, pick. it was a third round pick. Yeah, third it was. It was, it was my boy uh, Benjamin Saint Juice. Right. And yeah. it was with the third with the in the third round, the Washington Football Club selects, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like, huh? So that's the second time. That's the first time I heard it, and then I saw right. it in the statement. So. So they say uh, slap me in the face one time, give my attention, slap me twice. That mean you meant it. So I, I think that's going to be your name. Washington FC, it, it's, you know, it's, do you like it? So, all right, check this out. I always say, take the temperature of the room and do yeah. you get along with your classmates. All right, here you go. Washington FC, DC United. They pair up pretty good. All right. Uh, Washington FC, Washington Capitals, yeah, they pair up pretty good. Washington FC, Washington Nationals, uh, they actually pair up pretty good. International city, uh, international flow. Uh, we got the we got a very diverse group of people here. Soccer is very popular mm-hmm. here. Uh, the only name that it don't pair up with is the only name that none of the other names pair up with, and that's the Washington Wizards. <laughs> so the Capitals and the Nationals have an eagle mascot. Could WFC do the same thing? Oh, they could come with the Eagle Chris. Right. They could come. Match with the other teams in D.C. Right. You got to have an image to identify with. They could come with the the Capital Eagle and have three stars under there, like D.C. and the line. They could do anything. Yep, and then you'd have three D.C. professional sports teams with an Eagle as a mascot. I just know that if some if, if 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 they go south during a season, that the FC is going to stand for something else. As fans are like 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 that, I'm like that. I'm, I'm going to make that a different word than football club. Well, what what are they going to do if the Seattle team have a bad year and their name is the Kraken? They just name themselves the Kraken. <laughs> what happened if the Kraken have a bad team? Because now they're going to be talking about they smell like Kraken all the time through there and they stink. So you got you got to go with the good, the bad, and the ugly. 
disgusting. Uh, speaking of the Wizards, they, they have not yet hired a basketball coach. Uh, the latest reports have the Mavs assistant, Jamal Mosley, uh, Bucks assistant, Darvin Ham, former Washington Wizard. I know Darvin Ham. Charles Lee and Nuggets assistant. This is the X factor here. Wes Unseld Jr. Um, they're going to they're gonna be hard to run away from right there. That is, uh, yeah, that is one, you know, and, but that's our town, right? Our town is that way. Like, Hey, let's, let's you know, nostalgia. We're yes. about nostalgia. Right. You know, West- we, we did vote George Bush in there, really voted junior in there because of nostalgia from, from the first one, you know how this right. city is. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be interesting that we have no announcement yet. Um, but I, I would love to see my guys out, uh, David Vanderpool, who's, uh, went to my high school, but the longtime assistant in the league. I like Darvin Ham. I like, I like Darvin Ham. Really? We're like this. I'm ready to give them a fresh new back batch of coaches. Yeah. I don't really yeah. care who they are. I'm just ready for a fresh new batch. I'm, I'm tired of, if I see one more Van Gundy get hired, if I see oh. one Retracts. more, like, all the yeah, like, I, I'm, I, I, basketball kills me with this. If he stunk, in Atlanta, he gonna stink there. All right, absolutely. I'm with you, and that's your opinion, and I'm with that. Uh, NBA Finals right now, Phoenix up 1-0 on the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, everybody's talking about Chris Paul and the game he had. Uh, you know what? Uh, DeAndre Ayton is the dude. Okay, hey, double, hey, double, like 27 and 19, 22 and 19 in that game. He was Did the, you know the glue. This was the first. NBA playoffs in 16 years that didn't have either LeBron or Steph Curry. It's amazing. This is the first one. Now I had to ask myself as I watched the game last night, I found myself drifting away from it, not paying attention to it. Uh Chris Paul is a bona fide star. Don't get me wrong, but he's an old school point guard. All right. Giannis, a star MVP, but Giannis not fun to watch. Middleton, he's not fun to watch. Twenty nine and seven Booker. for Middleton. Hey, Dion Book. I mean, David Booker. Yeah, right. Because yeah. he's from Mississippi. That's why he okay. pull up in old school every week. Right. <laughs> Devin Booker and Aiden, fun to watch. But for some reason, I hate to say it. I don't know if it's oh, lacking star power. I don't know if it's lacking the storyline. Because I think Chris Paul is finally getting the ring. Is the equivalent of John Elway getting the yeah. ring late as a Bronco. Excellent. Right? Excellent. But right. It doesn't move me either no. way. It doesn't move me. For I'm me, sorry. For me, the part of it, too, is that the stars don't match up. You know, in the past, it's like LeBron and Durant could match up. LeBron could guard Curry. But in here, you're not going to have Giannis guarding Chris Paul that often. I mean, they got rocked because they were doing switches all the time, and so Chris Paul was taking advantage of that. But at the same time, High pick and roll. Exactly. They're taking they they destroyed them with the pick and roll. But you don't have like the the stars are such different positions and such different players that honestly you don't really see them in one on one matchups. You know, like at the end of a game in the finals, you'd see, you know, LeBron versus Durant. They'd be guarding. Uh, you'll see but, Shaq versus Elijah one. Uh, yeah, you'll but, see uh, Jordan versus Clyde. Drexler. You're not going to see, see Jan- yeah. you're not going to see Chris Paul guarding Giannis on the last possession. Yeah, and, and is it that the fact that small markets? We always talk about we want fairness with the small markets, right. but when they have a chance to showcase, we don't tune in the way we do if this was L.A. in the Knicks, a uh, 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 Brooklyn. So what is it about this? And to bring this up. Regardless of who wins, an NFL player is going to get an NBA ring this year because Aaron Rodgers 
has ownership in the Milwaukee Bucks. So if the Bucks win, A-Rod gets a ring, probably faster than he will as a Green Bay Packer. <laughs> Second of all, Larry Fitzgerald will get a ring with the Fegan Suns if they win. Who? who? Larry Fitzgerald. He's a okay. part owner in the yeah. Phoenix Suns. Yeah, so two yeah. NFL players is guaranteed will have an NBA championship ring after but, that. That's old Smooch Dominic Nugget right there. All right, but you're, but Smooch Dominic was wrong on Aaron Rodgers to Washington, by the way. Just no, I, I, that's so probably still, up in still the air. ongoing. Listen no to chance. me. Hey, listen to me. You know no. how your homeboy come back and tell you? I tell told you three months ago we me and my girl were getting a divorce. Then yes. he come back and you ask him, he be like, yeah, man, everything it, it, it's a little better. You know it ain't no better. <laughs> you know it ain't no better. Divorce still coming. It's just gonna be a, a late divorce. And the Where question is, when she available? Will we date her? Right? Yeah. Is it ever too late to date her? All right? That's the question. Uh, watching the finals, you did not see, will not see Rachel Nichols on the sidelines doing the, the She hated. You know, hating in America is really going to get you kicked out the building of lately. You yeah, cannot yeah. do no Dutch hate. See, that's why, I love, that's why I love pro sports. We have the only game that you have to literally, how should I say this, work as a team with the same people that's trying to take your job every day. Yes, yes. Yes. It's a mutual respect, mm-hmm. and it's this, it's a different feel. And the people like Rachel Nichols has never been challenged with other talent coming in and, 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 and showing out in this game. So I know I got to show out next game. It's that healthy competitiveness that keep you humble one, starting second, and learn how to work with a team to achieve. Rachel Nichols never had to do that. It was always the media. Either you coming to take my job, but you're not coming to help me. Right. It's only room for only a female, couple of female broadcasters in here. I can't let you in my space. I don't. I did not have a problem, and I would not have a problem with somebody saying because I've had it happen to me. Um, I had a fellow colleague who came into where I worked and literally said after about a month, "I'm not holding anybody's clipboard," and they were going after my job. You know, I'm like, okay, whatever. He didn't say it to me, but I got wind of it, right? But that's fine. You know, you're, you have aspirations. I got my aspirations and I got my stake in the ground and she had a stake in the ground. The problem was when she brought the whole diversity into it, I'm like, dude, why, you know, is that, that's what, that's the way she thinks, right? That's the way. No, no, I've been saying you can't help the way you view things. Correct. You know, right. I, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, if she just said, if she would have said, "Look, Maria's great. I'm not giving up my job," I'd have been fine with it. When you say, "Well, I, uh, I guess they want to make a diversity hire," I'm like, "Well, now you said that she's only getting the job because she's black." She's like, black. Yeah. That's it. And that's like boom. And we ESPN up. made their move uh, to, to take her off, and it's a. It's, not, no, no, they, gonna... they they forced their hand. That's the one yeah. thing. Yeah, the, the big companies like that, they just they not riding with any ill stuff like that. You gotta realize this is not Rachel Nichols' first time. Most people don't understand it was a, a behind the war battle between her and Michelle Beadle. See, people are so quick right. to Michelle Beadle had snuck in and took everything over <laughs> before she was ousted in right. what 2019. Yeah. He was doing all the NBA and doing three or four uh, shows. So right. so how quick we forget people because sure. they are no longer there. They're, you got to look at all the stuff with Dan Levitard. You know what I'm saying? There are all sorts of stories about the uh, work culture at on ESPN. Jimmy Butler. What the well, hell? I've worked there before. So I, 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 I know how it is. I felt it firsthand. 
Right, right, right. Uh, I mean, it's. I, I don't think it's going to end well, but she'll bounce back. She's really good. Rachel's really good at what she does. Um, I just you, you can't open your mouth. It's like that's it's like that. Fool hey, come who, on! I, I know an old mechanic in Mississippi. He good at what he does. That don't mean everything he do is good. Yeah, everything he say is good. Just because you're a good mechanic and I need my car fixed, that don't mean I got to come to your shop. People are funny. You pull up that that the dude who was yelling at the, the 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 black couple, and you just throw in the n word, and then gave his address out and said, "Come get, come at me." Like, are you are you that stupid? Oh yes, you are that stupid. I mean, that was right. one of the dumbest things I've seen. And then to come back and say, "Well, you know, I was a, I was a little bit drunk." Okay, f you. By the yeah, way, yeah, the, the truth comes out when we drunk. You know yeah, it because I didn't drunk. You. I didn't drunk call some women in the middle of the night. Texting them, I love you. You know what are you talking about? No, you love Jack Daniel. Like, right, let, let, let's go. Let's tell the truth. Like at the end of the day, I'm from Mississippi. I have yeah. seen it in its rawest form. It yes. ain't no reason you should meet and hate people because of the, the skin of they like, like this is what I've never understood. Never in my day about racism. You come steal us from a country, we build you a country for free on our back making millionaires of you along the way and billionaires and years and years of, of, of wealth and you hate us? Mm. What do you hate us for? Right. Well, what, what did we do? And mm. then you want to call us ignorant and stupid because oh, we didn't get an education for the first 150 years we was here? Oh, that might could be the problem. Right. Huh? Like, let, 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 let's be honest about it. Ain't no glaring yeah. around it. It huh. is what it is. We we do love to do that as America. We use we like to look over stuff like it didn't happen. We don't want right. to play the repercussions of it. It happened, and because it happened, we're living in the effect of it today. Yeah, yeah. can't run from that. I I you know it's simple as watching, and it's all taught. It's all taught. It's simple as watching two kids who greet each other on a playground who don't care what skin color haven't they been taught anything. Other. By Not nature, don't force you to hate people. They people hug. Hate I mean, they hate talk. People. They hug all of it. That's my friend. That's, you know, that's my twin. They, that's how they think until the parent go, uh, yeah, we're going to go back to the home. We're going to tell you what's what. And what's really what? Starts. The way we view it. Right. Well, the way we view it. Uh, all right, man, that's it. That is it. That was a well, good no, no, conversation. No, 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 that's not it. No. Oh, what? No. <laughs> come on. What, come on, what, chick. Amish, what do you want? Amish, get a tan. Fred, and what do you want? Fred. That's not a, that's not a color low key. thing. I'm just saying. Give me, give oh. me your breakdown of the episode. The best episode yet. It had a billion Easter eggs in it. You know the big, uh, the big uh, military boat that supposedly yep. disappeared, yep. and they said the, the the Philadelphia project where all the people merged with the ship. It Wasn't that like a Bermuda sky. Triangle thing or something? Like, oh, oh, it had. Did you see Thanos helicopter? Yep, they had uh, Thanos helicopter there. They had a uh, frog Thor in it. They had literally. Everything and it was and the most, but it, the it, sexual tension up. between the two main Loki's. Oh, the, the two Loki's like Loki's so they're gonna he can get only together. Fall in love with himself, he can only fall in love with himself. Yeah, that's, oh, yeah. that's what they tell you. But it opens up the future of Marvel because now the new big bad is no longer Thanos; it's Kane the Conqueror, and he's and he he deals with controlling time. All right, he was Rama Tut, he was Iron Lad, uh, you know. So it's, it's just gonna. So go you think that's forth. who's behind the timekeepers? That's who's behind the timekeeper because Renslayer, Judge Renslayer, is his girlfriend in the comics. All right. So most definitely. And think about the couple of movies that's coming up. We got Spider Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. You know, that's gonna go with the TVA. Yep. And so it's 
of Dr. Strange and the Motai um, uh, uh, Madness. All right, so it's going into the same thing. So this is where we're going with this with Marvel now and introducing a lot of new guys. So yeah, yeah. I think I loved has it. Done his job. I loved it. Are you going to see Black Widow this Friday or this Thursday? Thursday. All right, I will be attending it, seeing it Thursday too. So we shall break it down. Yes, we have week. to. We have to. One man infused by two men who speak a different language. <laughs> I'm getting out of here. To the Stan Lee School of Marvel. That's yes. what we got to see. I like, I like Chick, Stan Lee. Chick, you need to be educated. Stan, Stan was a bad, bad man. A bad well, this man. is all his work. And all I, we're doing yep. is taking pleasure in all of his work and everything he did. The yeah. Eternals. I yep. can't wait till the Eternals come out. The Eternals oh, going to be amazing. Yep. Oh, yeah. I'm not hating on y'all. I mean, that, you, you got you got what you got. What, what makes you happy makes you happy. I'm all for it. Um, just leave me out of it. That has been for Fred Smoot and the Amish one. I'm Chick Hernandez. This is That's Your Opinion, brought to you by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.